One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Good evening, Bond fans. I'm your host, Tom Pickup. Uh, welcome to another special episode on the Really 007 podcast, a best of, one of the best of collections. And this time we'll be looking at James Bond's best allies, but an asterisk next to uh, that, not including Felix, who we'll cover in a special of his own, and not including, you know, M, Money Penny, Charles Robinson, etc., etc., and the other 009. Agents, sorry, double double O agents. Always think of double O nine because because of octopus. Yeah. <laughs> Obsessed with octopus. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So thank you for joining in, and uh, you can join in online. We will, of course, uh, tweet out things when the episode is released, and we'll do another one of our knockout tournaments on Twitter. So join us there. Join us on uh, the other social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Search for Really 007 and join in the conversation. You can also, of course, find us and listen in on iTunes, Spotify. We've got our YouTube channel now up and running. And we're also on the Pod Dojo Network, and that's the website, uh, the go-to website for everything, including details of our other uh, network podcasts. Keep sharing our episodes, and once again, thank you for rating and recommending us. Tonight, I'm going to give a shout-out to an American fan Called Miller Time. Now I don't I don't know what his real name is, but he's he's been a bit of a legend on Twitter. Um, not only sticking up for this podcast with his views on one of the James Bonds, one of the one of the actors who played James Bond, uh, shares shares similar opinions to us. But yeah, thank you, Mr. Miller. I think I think he's American, and I'm hoping he's named after Reggie Miller. I did live in Indiana for a little bit, and I, I went to some of the games. So good lad. Indiana Pacers for the British audience who might be lost. Basketball. So, even without Felix, we've got loads to talk about tonight. And we've got on board regular contributors, Math Pickup. We've also got John Kell. And we've also got Chris Goldie. 
So three of the original hardcore team here tonight. <laughs> right. Ever since uh, Bond touched down in Jamaica in Doctor No on his very first mission, he needed an array of allies to help him. And of course we had Quarrel in that film. Doesn't need, seem to need them as much to, uh, in these days, but we will get onto that too. Anyway, aside, like I say, from his bosses and his co-workers at MI6, he's relied on local aides, secret agents, gangsters, Valentin Zukovsky, of course, and even civilians. These colourful characters have lit up the franchise, and we will give them our full attention tonight. Now, how does someone qualify as a James Bond ally? This is a debate in itself, perhaps, uh, that very few people are having in the world these days. In his uh, in his jet testing missions, he usually meets like a local contact, doesn't he, of some sort. You've got from the country's equivalent. So, of course, in from from Rush with Love, uh, he meets Karen Bay from Station I. But although then as he meets Vijay Sadruddin, Station I for India. So, I'm trying to think, trying to remember what it was now. Um, <laughs> Istanbul and India, yeah. Basically, the equivalent of MI6, and sometimes they are actually working for MI6, but of course they're uh, agents abroad in these away matches, these big away games. So, some of uh, Bond's allies uh, are often suspected of turning sides. Mathis is probably the best example of this, where he was pretty harshly treated. We will get into bigger detail of Rob's favourite uh, ally. Although Rob's, Rob's got not got an issue with him, it's uh, just the treatment of him, isn't it? He's treated quite badly in Casino Royale, if you think about it, because he was wrongly suspected. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, we, you know the the next paragraph I could say about a bin and a wallet and all that. You, I don't need to say that yet. Anyway, those <laughs> we'll who... Get, we'll get on yeah, to we'll, that. We'll, yeah. we'll do. Oh, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> you don't go away empty-handed, uh, unless you're Mathis, where your, your wallet is actually... <laughs> taken from it <laughs> yes the people who didn't make the list under my definition we've got a few allies you might be expected to come up with so obviously M Money Penny Miss Smallbone I'm sure you were all expecting her to, to feature very highly um, <laughs> Sir Hilary Bray I don't I don't quite I mean he could be possibly do you think I mean John might might throw him into the hat but he's, he's more just an expert I, I don't want experts so I've not I mean, we love, you know, especially we want Jim Fanning. I'd love to talk about Jim Fanning, but maybe we could do be- <laughs> best experts. And so we, you know, you've got uh, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the chap? Does Tibbet cross Tib- over to the oh, well, 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 we'll have Tibbet tonight. We'll let him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Jim Fanning and uh, what's his name? Um, oh, Colthorpe, famously in uh, the Man with the Golden Gun. Yeah. What's his name in Diamonds? The legend at the start. Oh, Sir Donald. Sir Donald, yeah, Mungler. Is it? I think, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah he's a good one, yeah, but yeah. he's not—he's not really an ally, you know. He, he's paid as an expert, <laughs> so it's not really. Yeah, uh, Freddie Gray, Bill Tanner—I'm sure we'll have specials on all these these dudes, <laughs> and the, the other double O agents. Yes, Curtis, best allies, Alec Trevelyan, <laughs> and so the. <laughs> no, we <won't>, no. <laughs> the li- so we don't spoil it for the people who haven't <laughs> seen Golden Eye, <laughs> or they only seen the first half. Yeah. John, would it be the, qu- the time for the quiz? It, it certainly would be. What I'm going to do, obviously we're doing an Allies special. So I have picked seven actors' names. I'm going to say the actor's name, and it is the first person to let us know who they played, which ally they played in the Bond series. I'm going to be honest with you. 
Uh, I've just looked this up. Out of the seven, I'd heard of two of them. <laughs> so we'll see how this... <laughs> Bodes well. <laughs> so gonna, as usual, we have a buzzer. Me and my love for Majesties, and we're going to be talking a lot about uh, Mark Ann's Draco tonight. So uh, it's certainly going to be Mercy Flight. That's what I want to hear. Is the uh, <laughs> Mercy Flight? Tell Geneva. Tell Red Cross. <laughs> so good. We need that the whole phrase, or just Mercy Flight. Or- uh, if you want to get the whole phrase, I might give the bonus <laughs> points out if you want it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, babyishly, I'll start with number one. Uh, Draco. Who does? <laughs> Don't know. Get your buzzer ready. Uh, no, number one, John Marino. Mercy flight. Uh, go on, Tom. I do. Yes, I didn't know this until recently. I think he's. I don't know whether his real name's Juan as well, but it is. It's. Luigi Ferrara. <laughs> it is Luigi Ferrari. <laughs> uh, loveliest man on the show. Yeah. The loveliest man. Yeah. Okay, number two. <laughs> Edward de Souza. <laughs> oh dear. dear, dear Unbelievable. <laughs> do you want a go on, Do you want the film? Oh, go on. Or do you want do you want a James Bond the James Bond actor and then you can narrow it down mm. a bit? I'm not confident that's the actual yeah, George Lazenby, yeah. Let's just say Lazenby. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, right, no, the, f- the film is The Spy Who Loved Me. Mercy Flight's based on my, my notes for this episode. I think, John, is it when one is in the Orient, one must... Is it, is it that guy? <laughs> yeah. The guy, the, the guy that Ted yeah, is speaking it. to, yeah. 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 It is it. <laughs> Hussein, who I would never Hussein. put on this list, but since I yeah, yeah. <laughs> couldn't remember his but name. since he's been yeah. given, <laughs> yeah. well, he's a famous ally. He's, he's since... Exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> he needs him. He needs him. Hussein, <laughs> James. Uh, all right, you. I'll give you that one. So does England. So does England. Nice and easy one. Grandel Bush. Oh, I've got his name. <laughs> we'll, we'll cut this out. We'll cut this out. I think I, I, I think I know it, but if I get it wrong, Blank. I'm gonna. I'll say Mercy Flight then, John. Go on, Tom. Yeah, I was gonna say Dawkins, but it, I'd have remembered that if it was Richard Dawkins. I think I think it's I think it's Hawkins, is it? It is Hawkins. Oh, yeah. Oh, you. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. I feel guilty ever contacting Grandel to say we loved your yeah. performance yeah. as Hawkins <laughs> on the <laughs> tonight. <laughs> quiz is six names. Of, uh, famous. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Gabrielle Fazzetti. I'm sorry, John. <sighs> Dear me, I'm. I've made this way too hard. No, no, no. No, no. I'm. I'm really interested to see who it is. Sounds Italian. Is that a clue? Yeah. Uh, I'd say it's a clue, yeah. Name the film, maybe? On Her Majesty's Secret Story. Oh, right, oh, right. Oh, it's Draco. Yeah, Mercy Flight. We're not looking very expert here, are we, to be honest? <laughs> no, no, no. We need an expert. We might have to oh, edit this one. Yeah, we're not proper bomb fans, according yeah, to some I'm... people on Twitter. Though, so. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, number number five, babyish one. This Tetsuro Tambo. Mercy fly. <laughs> Ta- yes, Tiger Tanaka. Tiger Tanaka. Oh. There we go. Yeah. Very good. Three one one. Okay, two left. Number six, 
Lon Saturn. <laughs> What's a name? I'm just going to IMDB that and make sure that's not a typo. <laughs> and it's not Len Saturn. <laughs> Saturn is in the planet. Uh, S A double T O N. And it is Lon. L O N S A double T O N. I'll give you the film Live and Let Die. I think I'm so sad, I think I might know it. But if somebody else wants to say Mercy Flight, please. I can't. I'm trying to think of the CIA agent. Is it? Uh, yeah. Maybe, yes, maybe that's not him. I think that's who I'm thinking of. But then, what about Charlie? I'm going to. Mercy Fly. Is it Quarrel Jr.? It's not Chris, no. Uh, I think I know who it is, John, but I don't know the name of his character. That's my problem. I can't really condemn you for that because when I put no. this together I put CIA guy didn't I yeah, yeah 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 uh, it, 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 it's Harold Strong oh yes of course yeah yeah, yeah yeah it's a really good yeah, name yeah. that white man in Harlem yeah yeah great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> guys and the final one yeah. of uh, of this quiz I don't I, I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of this I apologise but Jean Rougerie <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I think I know <laughs> <laughs> um Mercy flat. Uh, go on, Chris. Is it uh oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> over <laughs> uh, <laughs> Since you were paying for the bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Brilliant. I I baby. I don't know who won that quiz. I think Tom. I won think it. yeah. <laughs> well thank you, John. <laughs> I have had a bit, and I've done. I, I wouldn't have known any of those until I'd uh, planned this episode, if I'm honest. So, so, hear <laughs> me. Right, thank you very much, John. Superb. Like I said, we will always do things chronologically. It's quite nice because it just makes you think how. The, the franchise has sort of adapted and changed throughout the years. And, yeah, I, I watched Doctor No quite recently again, and it's it's just so fresh and innovative and a real joy, I think, from start to finish. A really, really great, great watch. And probably, what I think, one that kids could watch. I don't know, has Ernie seen that one yet, Chris? It hasn't, and that's more, more to do with the pacing of yeah. it, because it like, he is being a detective, it's less... The bangs and explosions yeah. and things, but yeah, I think it's suitable, you know. For I think we watched it as kids, like, didn't we? During the day, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember being quite scared of the spider, S- scared oh, of the yeah. concept mm. of the dragon. But then, obviously, it's yeah. You know, spoiler alert: it's it's not a <laughs> it's not a dragon, real dragon. You know, <laughs> nineteen sixty-two. It's been probably safe from spoilers now, isn't it? You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's only a spoiler. You haven't seen it, right? Yes. Yeah, so Quarrel is the obvious, the first big ally in the James Bond series. He's a a Cayman Islander, apparently, living in Jamaica. So he isn't even Jamaican. So. He's in the novel Live and Let Die. Every, I think it's Steve Clamp who's saying every single character and storyline seems to come from Live and Let Die. The novel, <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, License to Kill took a lot of it, didn't it? But yeah, yeah. That's when he helps him when he's investigating Mister Big. So obviously, when it came to Live and Let Die, the film, they got Quarrel Junior, didn't they? Uh, his son. It did, although it doesn't never says his son, but it, it, yeah, I was going to say. I, love yeah, those I don't think he actually says it, does he? <laughs> just so n- not on the nose, you know. It's just so well done. 
later appears in the novel Doctor No, so he's actually in two novels, which is quite crisp, uh, to, to help Bond infiltrate uh, Crab Key, which of course he does uh, in the film. But in the films, he's only in Doctor No, and he's played by a guy called John Kitzmiller, who was the first black actor to win Best Actor at Cannes. Quite a, another pioneering role. He was American. Again, it seems to happen a lot, particularly with a lot of the people we mentioned. He died only three years after Doctor No. And I think I was, might have only been in his late 50s, early 60s, yeah. And exactly like in the novel, like we've mentioned, he is killed by Doctor No's dragon, which, of course, is the flamethrower vehicle that's pretty terrifying, definitely as kids. Uh, I'll start with Chris, because I know Chris is a... I think in our you know, mythical rankings, I think you put Doctor No probably the highest out of the four, uh, the six of us. Mm. And I think we all feel bad for not putting it higher, probably. <laughs> yeah. No, I, he's a, I, 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 <clears throat> I think he's a great character because it starts off with you, you don't know whether to trust him or not. And neither does Bond. Yeah. You know, he sort of turns up and he sort of follows him and then he pulls a knife on him and they have that scrap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. With the, with the boxes. Yeah, the boxes yeah. uh, is that with... Um, Pussfella. Pussfella. Is that the other... Yeah, Pussfella. is he an ally? Great Don't care to say Pussfella. Yeah, yeah, it's just a funny name. Crab key scares me plenty. Friends of mine went out there once after seashells. Only trouble... They never came back again. None of the local fishermen will go near the place. Commander Strongways and me, we slip in at night. He takes some samples, we came straight back again. Don't do for a man to hang about there. But yeah, like Paul's uh, has, has a massive scrap and then gets, which is one of the horrific scenes of the film, gets yeah. one of the bulbs shoved in his face by the Oh, yeah. It's just like, it's a horrible, really horrible scene. Unpleasant. I think as an actor, I think he's he's great. He's, he's as soon as you find out that he's actually an ally, he's so likable. Yeah. And prior to that, he's he's compelling, and you, you like I say you're, you're not too sure whether you can you can trust him uh, or not. But really likable. Horrible death that actually <laughs> feels awful. you know it's not it's <laughs> not like he's not just a throwaway sacrificial lamb you know ally yeah 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 exactly there's so many of them in the bond films but for him you know his death actually means something you can see it actually affects bond even the short time that he's known him he is you know has a relationship with him okay captain if that in a dragon what is it a dragon that runs on diesel engines you can forget the spook squirrel when it gets within range you take the driver i'll take the headlights and the tires you keep safe out of sight Quarrel is actually useful as well. He has local knowledge and he helps him out. And, you know, he helps them hide when, when the guards uh, are coming, don't he, with the, the, um, the bamboo. He sort of shows them how to yeah. t- no, yeah, breathe yeah. underwater. So he's actually, he's just not there to sort of like point to things or tell Bond what to do. So I, I, he's always struck me as a, as a great ally for those reasons, because... Every time I watch it, I think, is he a goodie or not? Or just, mm. you know, he's such a great character. Great point. They're well-realised characters, aren't they? I think on the Bond Girls episode, Jess was mentioning about Honey Rider that, you know, it's not just some girl who happens to be there who's pretty and, you know, she's got a proper background. And Obviously, in the book, it goes into much more detail, but mm. the sort of people who would be there, it just goes to sh- you know, the sort of yeah. around, aren't they? And I think... It- 
it just goes to show that when it comes to the obviously you, they're coming from you know the source material which is this you know uh, you know you can obviously you can go into much more depth with the book but just a throwaway line here and there just suddenly makes that character so much more believable and therefore you start to care about them and when they do die or are in danger you, you're worried it's not just chicken in the bin <laughs> sorry <laughs> yeah i think quarrel's almost like well he was clearly on the first but he's the proper blueprint of what a bond ally should be in many ways or or what can be you know from that region okay maybe not jamaica but someone who knows you know i don't know knows the environment and everything can mm-hmm. provide local in, intelligence yeah. you come to like like them you could there comes to be a relationship you know a positive relationship between him and bond and then you know if he is like you say chris in danger or when he dies you know you do feel something and I think I think it's interesting as well because it's something I would like to see more of in 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 cut in the current films, and that doesn't you know in this film that doesn't mean that Felix is made redundant. You know Felix is also in this yes. film, but um, mm-hmm. so that doesn't mean that you, you can't have like another good ally who who you know the the audience sort of root for and who Bond connects with. They couldn't both go on the island though, because like Felix wouldn't go with him. It wouldn't it wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's better someone with local mm-hmm. knowledge. Adds to the and, and the fact that that even it, he as a local, he's also kind of <laughs> he's he believes they are dragons. You know, yes, he's yes. Has, I really like that. And that also adds again adds to the danger. It's like, well, if he if he believes it, he's, and you think, oh no, it can't be. But it just goes to show that it's not just him. Honey Rider thinks yeah. there are dragons there as well, not tanks. And it could be seen as, oh well, you know, locals are a bit thick. You know, of course it's not a dragon. Yeah. You know, it's it's mm. it's a tank. But if you've never seen a tank before, flamethrower, it looks like a dragon. It's actually painted yeah. like a dragon, is it? It's got yeah. teeth and everything. So, I think he's, um, and I think his 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 uh, sort of the worry uh, of him going onto the island and getting going too far and, and coming across that again just ramps up the tension and and it just builds just so nicely. And I think it's. I think he's a great character who adds a lot to this to this film. I think in general, when you think of allies, it probably is generally divided into three types of allies. You have the kind of ally that is directly referred to. So you are, you are going to meet Felix Leiter of the CIA. You are going to meet Sandra Dinner Station Eye, that yes. kind of thing there. And, and and then you have and then you have their contact. So that's the second yeah. one. So, for example, Jack, Jack Wade, I'm going to give you, I'm going to pass you on to Zakovsky, and this one, yeah. Felix Leiter, this is yeah. my friend Quarrel, and the third one is the ally of circumstance. So it's basically one who isn't a contact from anywhere, but has just fallen into the plot. So Draco's one of them. Um, Cameron Shaw in The Living Daylights is yeah. one of them. Is there by coincidence that he is basically in a prison and because he has been let out he is now an ally to James in general I think the second batch is the hardest to get right the friend of a friend 
like the friend of the concert. I think that they are usually secondary characters. And as we get on to Thunderball, I think Thunderball's sec- uh, allies in this list are very good examples of secondary characters that are relatively forgettable. And especially in the uh, Connery era, the initial contacts are some of the most charismatic characters. You think of Kerim Bay, you think of Tiger, very charismatic mm-hmm. characters. But what's great about Quarrel is, is that whilst he's a secondary character, Felix is the first and he, you know, there's that line that Felix says is that Quarrel's just helping with our investigation. He's, it sounds like he's just a local who's just giving him a helping hand, but he very much comes to the forefront. And the relationship I feel that's built in this film is not so much Bond and Felix, but it's actually Bond and Quarrel. It's, I, I love the character of Quarrel. I think he, he's given a lot to do, like in the time he's got. You can, as Chris says, you can genuinely feel the fear that he has when he goes to yeah. Crab Key. And and actually, it's completely justified. There's not a dragon, but, yeah, but yeah, there's, yeah. there's real danger. The reveal is It's completely worse, it? justified. Yes. We talk about Bond being for, for all ages, and of course it is, but can you imagine being a kid in 1962 and going watching this yeah, and yeah, saying, yeah. oh, that guy's, just yeah. been, that guy's just been like set on fire. <laughs> Oh, it's horrible scream. It, it's, it's harrowing <laughs> stuff. Um, and it's very daring. I bet I bet at the cinema, people had not seen things like that in films for a, like that before. It's absolutely brilliantly done. And you can feel Connery's emotion when uh, when Quarrel passes, passes away. So um, I don't know if we're doing like a, a ranking or putting people through, but I would certainly say that Quarrel, oh, yeah. especially in that second batch yeah. of characters, mm-hmm. that contacts of the initial contact is one of the very best. Well, I'll make a note, John, of the, the front runners and you know, one out of one, a bit like Lazenby. Absolutely. Uh <laughs> Dare I say it? Dare I say the the P word for you know a nineteen sixty two film to have quite a prominent black character in it? Progressive. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think so. No. Um, I mean, yes, there are there are a few people online who uh, highlight about how there's a line where Bond tells Quarrel to yeah. get his shoes yeah. and yeah. stuff, which is, that, yeah. isn't Not great. great yeah. But yes, it is still great to have a black actor as one of his main allies, and, and quite a few, of course, local, you know, local people in Jamaica. Because often, I suppose, I think that was one of my only criticisms of Octopussy was maybe there could have been an Indian Bond girl, but we do at least we get you know Sadruddin, we get VJ Skyfall. Sorry to keep you know banging. We've mentioned this before, but he goes to China, but he doesn't. Well, Macau, he doesn't meet anyone from the area. You know, nobody. I think it helps you feel like you're there because it's not only the buildings, it's not only the sort of yeah. the look of the place, it's the feel of the place through the characters. So, yeah. Lieutenant Hit, yeah, just he really, really gets yeah, you. Yeah, he's the he's the guide. Yeah. yeah, he's he. These are the guides who are able to show Bond around, and it makes it more believable that he's. Yeah, sometimes it's the first time he's visited that that city. You know, and he gets the lowdown, and obviously as the audience, you get to hear that, and you get exposed to the the sides of cities and, and towns and stuff that you don't normally kind of see the tourist traps type things. I think I think he yeah, and it also makes it you know it stops Bond being this one man army. You know that he does actually need allies. He can't just go in and solve everything and kill everyone and and you know save the day. I think it makes it much more believable that you know he has. 
a team and support and he isn't an expert in everything and he does have to rely on other people you know the best franchises you know we, we all the other ones Indiana Jones he's got you know John Reese davis hasn't he Denham Elliott Batman needs people in, in circumstances Ethan Hunt has got a team around him probably more more so than Bond I just think mm, you could argue that Spectre was a bit mission <laughs> yeah. possible <laughs> God. in the, the pub team. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. goodness! Sir. Let's go down. Let's go down to the hill. <laughs> We're going to do a special episode on that pub. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely obsessed. <laughs> um, right from Russia with Love, we of course done a, a big review of that, one of our early reviews. And Kerry Bay is obviously the one of the biggest allies. And all right, we'll, we'll put him through to the to the final already. I mean, he's, he's sailing through, isn't it? But. Karen Bay, of course, we chatted. John and Chris were on the episode. So, Math, I'll, I'll start with you. Mm. Uh, you're, I'd love to hear your yeah. thoughts on, on... Again, where I've, where I've said um, about Quarrel, I think Karen Bay is another real, you know... He's, he's very different to Quarrel. He's a different kind of ally, but he, he's... He's he's charming, charming. He, you know, that's his line, <laughs> but he is, he is charming. <laughs> he has charisma. You feel, yeah. you know... It never, it would never cross my mind that this character doesn't have the sort of knowledge and intelligence that he does um, of Istanbul, and they're all the inner workings of all the power struggle, and you know, and everything that's going on, and and all the different sort of forces that are at work there. I think he's uh, he's a brilliant, he's a brilliant character. Again, you know, he meets he meets not a particularly nice end, and it's, I always feel um, oh, it's, it's quite sad. Oh, it's quite. It's a different kind of horrifying when when Bond goes into the the train carriage and finds him dead, and both of them dead. I don't know. It's like, blimey, you know. It's almost like a murder. It becomes not like murder on the Orient Express, but murder, like murder. on the Orient Express. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I find it quite yeah, sad and and stunning, or you know, um, shocking. I don't know. I'm yeah. But he he again is he's right up there. He, he he's a brilliant character and superbly portrayed. By Pedro Armendariz, and again, you know, mm. tragic yeah. circumstances around around that. We went into detail about that, um, so I won't go over his background. But yeah, clearly, because he was so ill, he had to basically rush release, and they had to come back and finish the films from the scenes later, and go back and have, I think Terence Young and had to have a few stand-ins for him. And he did, yeah, he killed himself not too not too long after because he was in so much pain. Uh, in hospital with cancer, so it's so tragic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we mentioned Irma Bunce as well. So mm. yeah, there's there's quite a few quite a few of uh, the actors in Bond have had uh, a, a very difficult um, personal lives as well. Bernard Lee was one we, we touched upon in that episode, mm. I think as well. Tragically, um, oh, the guy who played Locke. Yep, yep, and and yeah, Michael Gothard, Gothard, and uh, yeah, and G- and Jill Gothard. Bennett in the yeah, same yeah. film, both. Since killed themselves, it's pretty, uh, pretty tragic. <laughs> so tastelessly to fit that in, but it is the sacrificial lamb is one of the tropes, isn't it, of some of these allies? Yeah, but I, I, I don't feel that Quarrel or Kerim Bay are in it to be killed to progress the no, plot no. particularly. Like it does, you know, it provides a bit more, but you feel that yeah, it's the circumstances which end up with them being killed rather than. You know, just being put in to be killed, if that makes any sense at all. No, quarrels maybe a bit more Bond's fault, isn't it? Karen Bay, I wouldn't. He's not Bond's fault. 
No, yeah, he knows. He knows what he's getting into, doesn't he? And, and you know, he's he's experienced. He is at the heart of espionage in that city. You know, he knows, as he says, we're spying on them and mm-hmm. they're spying on us. So he he knows how it works, doesn't he? So he's not naive to the dangers of of it. And he's got such a great setup as well. He's oh, got that yes, yes. amazing office, and then oh, the yeah. underground, the rowboat yeah. to the, in the yeah. Yeah, and then the uh, periscope. It's like so good, isn't it? Guys living the dream. John, can you do an impression of him talking about one of the one of the bad guys? Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Quilenko. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Another buzz around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, he. Chris is right. He really gives you that world of espionage. Him and Tanaka, they really are part of the secret service yeah. aren't they mm. the way they do things you really feel that he's a cracking character you you feel something towards his death it, it very, it's very hitchcockian when you, you when you go in and you see two men lying d- dead on the floor bond completely oblivious what a place you've got here the emperor constantine built it as a reservoir 1600 years ago really my daily exercise at 11 in the morning at three in the afternoon Higher up, will you? Mind your head now. Underneath the Russian consulate. A present from your navy. Our friends were turned out while the Public Works Ministry conducted a survey. The story was that the heavy traffic was shaking the foundations. By the time the place was declared safe, I had this installed. I can see everything I'm said about you is right. Why I stay in this mad business? Though it could be that you find selling rugs a bore. My friend, you should be a mind reader. Head of the table is General Vasily, Director of Military Intelligence. On his left, Kozlovsky, Chief of Security. Opposite him, Benz, one of his agents. I can't see the face of the other man, the one the General is shouting at. He's giving him a hell of a blowing up for something. It's too bad we can't hear as well as see. Tell me. Does our girl Romanova ever come to this room? Sometimes, with messages. I can see the face of the other man now. Krilenko. So he's back. Another Bulgarian they use as a killer. Just the man for the limpid mind job. I've had trouble with him before. But he's stayed out of Istanbul for over a year now. Take a look. You should remember him. This man kills for pleasure. Nice face. Just a moment. A girl's just come in. Probably Romanova. She's the only one who's allowed to. How does she look to you? Well, from this angle, things are shaping up nicely. Without making it yet another Craig dig... (laughs) Bond does take some of the items from Kerim Bay, but he had to pass on to his Brilliant. son. They had not to take for himself. And I think that is a really nice uh, moment just to show that there has been a relationship built. The, these two, when they talk, they're not just work colleagues. There has been a genuine rapport built. They have the same taste <laughs> in many things. Lads, lads, lads. And <laughs> yeah, Very yeah. much so, very much so. And even like when they, um, I can't remember what the guy, the Turkish secret agent, who they basically 
like the trap and Bond, the mocking him about his tailor, don't like the look of his tailor oh, and all that. Ben, and, Ben's. and you can ben, yeah. Ben's, that's the guy. Ben's and and you can can tell that Kevin Bay is fully on board with this kind of banter because this is his world that he's in as well. He loves it. Uh, he's a cracking character and he's given so much screen time as well in that film mm-hmm. in, in the first hour and the film's all the better for it. Would have got an Oscar nomination, wouldn't he, if, if it was in the Craig era, a performance like that, easily. <laughs> no, so I'm not. that's not a diss no, no, to no. Craig era. It's, just, it's more that those kind of roles that would be given more prominence and more sort of fanfare. I mean, I'm the, he was at the time, obviously, and he's, he's always been heralded as a, as a great performance, but goodness me, I mean... What more do you want? For, like, it is inviting you into that world, like you say, so charismatic. Even to come up against Connery in the Christmas stakes and almost beat him is pretty yeah. impressive, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's true. <laughs> and they have great chemistry, the two of them. Wow. Mm-hmm. Goldfinger, because, unfortunately, because we're not including Felix, I can't really... Doesn't I mean, Felix hangs so around with a couple of other old men in hats? Like, doesn't he? Yeah, they're so <laughs> old, aren't they? Well, they seem to be much older than they would be now. But, but they're not really... Uh... Nah. He bungles his way through this on his own, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't, I, Tilly Masterson is sort of a slight yeah, ally, there's no, I suppose you could say. There's no romance. But she's completely not wanting to help, and she doesn't want Bond anywhere near, you know, sort of ruining her chance to kill Ulrich. No. Yeah, yeah. right, so we will move on to Thunderball where John has already identified with not really a massive array of allies. We've got we've got Paula, Paula Kaplan from the CIA. We are including CIA, don't worry, just not Felix. So so that's allowed. Yeah, so she's Bond's ally in Nassau. Bit of banter. Nothing happens between them as far as I... She's, of course, played by Martine Bezik, who was one of the Gypsy Girls. Yeah, she's kidnapped by Vargas, and then a hero's death. She She won't talk, so... Mm. commit suicide so quite you know quite harrowing again <laughs> yeah it's running theme yeah I mean she hasn't she isn't no. given very much to do no. she she isn't even given an introduction the first time you see her is basically she's on the boat trying to mm. pull in Bond and, and you think oh who's this and it, it takes Connery to actually say oh Paula yeah. to know who she is <laughs> Pauline well, yeah sorry I was thinking <laughs> 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 There's an ally called Pauline. Sorry, no, no offense. To <laughs> Sorry, John. Yeah. No, no, you're right. I mean, so to just to commit suicide, it's quite a way to go, isn't it? Yeah. When you've not given much of a big part to say, I'm gonna kill myself as opposed to um, as opposed to give away the information for the mission. I mean, fair play to her. She she does as much as she can with the part. I think that's mm-hmm. the best way of saying it. Quite a classic way, isn't it? Cyanide capsules. Yeah. Mm. So old-fashioned, but very crisp. Like the, the the limousine driver in Doctor No. Yeah. That was horrible as yeah, kids. Yeah. Goodness me. Well, <laughs> Traumatised by these things. We've also got uh, Pinder, who... Uh, I think Lucy Pinder, yeah. Um, Bond's uh, Bond's contact in flipping it. <laughs> that's a blast from yeah, the past yeah. here, me. <laughs> another isn't she a lawyer or something probably, now? Yeah. Another you know another reference to Zoo and Maxim on the uh, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We did we mentioned it once. I can't remember now. Oh, it was was it like Denise Richards or 
you know, uh, Britt Eklund was about yeah. to sexist. Well, yeah. Matt's him or something, yeah. <laughs> so there you go, yeah. Nuts. Nuts and zoo. Nuts and zoo. Gone. Gone. Anyway, Pinder is not, uh, he's not a sexy woman. He's a, he's a man. <laughs> and he, um, yeah. <laughs> he he comes under John's first cat. No. Yes, first category. Second. Oh, Second. He's, he's the Bahaman. Paul, Paul Origin. Yeah. They're via Felix. Is it? Or? He's the intelligence he's officer Felix, in the sure. Bahamas. Yeah. He is Bond's contact, though, isn't he? Yeah, but he's British, isn't he? He's British, isn't he? Uh, yeah, I okay. think so. Anyway, um, the guy who played him, Earl Cameron, another pioneering black actor, he only died last year, and he was 102. Wow. Incredible. Wow. So, yeah, incredible stuff, yeah. And I think he was... I think he might have been born in America, but he lived most of his life in England. So. Amazing. He's quite a crisp guy, isn't he? He's uh, seems to be very, yeah. you know, affable. Good shirt. Good shirt. Yeah. Well, that's another. Yeah. <laughs> like you, isn't it? It's, it's yeah, like yeah. Absolutely loving being abroad. You know, in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come to the next person who I, I think we'll have to sail through into the final. In fact, no, we won't go to him. We'll start with Mr. Henderson. Who will sail through into the final? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. much taller, of course, in this part than he is in uh, Dams Are Forever. If you hear that review, if you ever get a chance to hear that review, we do. I think uh, David was talking about how the he's like he's like six foot three or something, six foot four, Charles really? Gray. But yeah, they didn't want to make him look too tall in Dams Are Forever. Maybe because you know they didn't want him to appear tall and Bond. But yeah, so he's he's Bond's British contact, obviously living in Japan. Yeah, they're having a sort of very cosy little chat, aren't they? In a lovely Japanese uh, set, actually. Mm. You know, he's only he's only in it a bit, but he gets a few famous things. Of course, he gets he the martini order wrong, which is a you know very famous mm. little clip that's shown on various um, clip reels for Bond, isn't it? Yeah, he's 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 giving crucial intelligence to Bond, and then does anyone want to do an impression of his? I'm trying to death, think what the lines are when it happens. Yeah, yeah, it's like the way he's sort of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is he like slightly sweating as well? I can, yeah. Again, I, so I love it. And then iconic as children. Oh, sorry. That and then <sighs> the next five ten minutes are just absolutely incredible, yeah. aren't they? The film, one of the yeah. best fights and the tense, safe. He, he makes a real in, uh, on a Majesty. I'm only joking, John. He, he makes a real impact in the in the limited time he's given. And I think it's quite a nice, you know, because we do get mm. a you know we do get plenty of Japanese characters, but it's quite interesting having the sort of yeah. the English, uh, the Western. British person who yeah. has you know acclimat- acclimatized or you know is in with the culture there, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think he makes quite quite an interesting impact and you know memorable death as as I've tried to portray. Perhaps unsuccessfully. Yeah. You'll hear the clip now, I'm sure. I believe um, you wanted to ask me some questions. Yes. Excuse me. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Thank you. I'm glad you got it right. I lost that in Singapore in 42. Oh, you must excuse this rather odd mixture of styles, but I refuse to go entirely Japanese. Very fond of some of these old things. You've never been to Japan before, have you? No, never. I myself have lived here for uh, oh, 28 years, and I'm just beginning to know my way about. Oh, that's uh, stirred, not shaken. That was right, wasn't it? Russian vodka, well done. Yeah, I get it from the doorman at the Russian embassy, among certain other things. Now, look. I think London's theory about the missile being fired from this country is right. I don't know how or where. And don't ask me who's doing it either. But uh, I have a fairly shrewd idea that a major foreign power is behind it all. You mean apart from Russia and Japan? Oh, it's not Russia, old boy. I'm sure of that. It's not Japan either. Although a large Japanese industrial concern is... I remember looking at it. He's like fourth on the building as well as he did in the twice. Like, really? Yeah, he's really, really high Fifth up. Fifth in Domzo for and, and he's in... <laughs> no, no. Yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he's, in, he's in one scene, isn't he? But he does as much as he can in that one scene. He's great. I love the whole metal leg, wooden yeah. leg. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's yeah. say prosthetic leg. That yes. Person. Great, great little tidbit that, you know, just like... How do we know who if he's real? Yeah, bang. Oh. Let's just see. I mean, so good, so Bond. Just, it's great that. Yeah, very Bond. The I've got to admit, the death scared the yeah, life. Yeah, it is quite. It, couldn't work it, out. it just because there's no noise. Yeah. there's no noise or anything at all to signal. It's just that he freeze frames and mm. it becomes uh, Madame Tussauds waxwork, and yeah. it's just it's like Bond just oh, it's shuts him down. And- it's like a, you know, a oh. coward's assassination almost, isn't it? Because he just as soon as he must have done it, he must have run the guy, mustn't he? Yeah. Because yeah. then Bond yeah. tries to get yeah. Love it. Scary. Yeah, very good. No, good character. Dicko Henderson, I only found that out recently. I mean, is that, is that a mention or is, is that just sort of more trivia or but why has he got a Yeah, I was just reading his name. Reading his his character because he's he's in the in the yeah. book. And he's called Richard Lovelace Dicko Henderson, and he's Australian. Oh, okay. He's uh, a field agent agent for Her Majesty's Australian Diplomatic Corps. Wow. Station, Station J, and he actually survives. So he has a big, oh. a big, a fairly decent role in in, in the novel. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Charles Gray, he does steal it, doesn't he? He's just mm. he understands yeah. why he asked yeah. him back because he's just yeah, yeah. He's such a strange. I don't know we talk about that in uh, Downs of Road, but he's such a strange presence, isn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's sort of sinister, but also very likable at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. He's the same, isn't mm. it? Much longer, isn't it? Yeah, sure. yeah. 
That's interesting, though. I mean, presumably then, Australia might be their nearest sort of country base to mm. Japan. Because um, they probably wouldn't have had a... Well, they don't... Obviously, the secret service in this is the Japanese one, isn't it? With our next yeah. next guy, Tiger Tanaka. Another classic ally, identical ally in a way. He's brilliant, you know, again, charismatic, introduces Bond, introduces the viewer to Japan in many ways. Well, you know, you've got... I mean, you can laugh at it, you know, the scene... <laughs> The sexiful scene, basically, in the. Uh... <laughs> well, you know, it tells us about Japanese culture, the, the crucial stuff like, you know, men having bare chests and things like that. Japanese proverb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Men never make, men never make nest in, <laughs> in bare tree. <laughs> Great, absolutely love it. But like, the just is it the introduction to him is so good. Like, but you know, Bond going out yeah. and shooting everything. It's so yeah. real. I don't know. It just makes you so love to be a spy, wouldn't you? And gets you so excited. And he's 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 just on the 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 tannoy speaker system, speaker system. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to start with, isn't he? And he's in that chair, Bond, in that gorgeous suit. Yeah. It's so good. What an underrated film. I hate, I know we hate that word mm. underrated, oh, but it really it must be. It must be now, wasn't yeah. it? I love it. Yeah. It's great. It's an underground trade. You know, yeah. Guy, yeah. yeah. He's got it set up. Yeah. He knows exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the yeah. latest technology and stuff. Uh, and he's so he, he's he, and he's he sort of looks like the, just like the, the the Japanese Bond. You know, yeah, he's yeah. This handsome young charismatic guy. You know, obviously he's much more yeah. senior than Bond. You know, he's in charge of it all rather than just like a field agent. But he's uh, he, he just he, he, if if you're doing a Japanese version of Bond, I could see him play it. Yeah. Yeah, he's not has that look. He's not like a Japanese M, is he? For instance, he's he's much yeah. more near a Bond, isn't he? He looks like he gets stuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and yeah, definitely. Interestingly, he's in it sort of throughout the film, isn't he? You know, often yeah. with these mm-hmm. allies, they're sort of in it just for a sequence or two, but he's yeah, in it, yeah. you know, right the way through and pretty key. Doesn't die. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. First one, not to I think. Put that in. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no, Pinder. <laughs> Pinder's now a lawyer. <laughs> so, uh. <laughs> Good. Yeah. I mean, he's, um, the, the, the sliding, the sliding floor oh. into the chair. It's very Thunderbirds. I remember yeah, like, yeah. watching Thunderbird, yeah, yeah. Two, uh, Thunderbird 2. Shane Rimmer. Uh, you had to tilt, you tilted down, slid down into the chair and it was very much yeah. like that. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. What what I do find quite funny is, is is that you've got this guy who, Secret Service, nobody knows what he looks like. He's, He's very inconspicuous, but then, uh, but then when he needs to, he'll go and get a helicopter, with a massive magnet, <laughs> oh, in the yeah, yeah, Tokyo yeah. City, and just go and pick up a car and dump it. You know, it's, like, class. it's class that. It, it's class. It's like, well, I'll be secret, but you know, yeah. when I'm when I'm coming out, I'm making sure the yeah. world. You know? <laughs> they love the magnets and ve- vehicles, don't they? Then, obviously. yeah, yeah. I am so very pleased to meet you, Bonsan. I really am. Permit me to introduce myself. My name is Tanaka. Please call me Tiger. If you're Tanaka, how do you feel about me? I love you. I'm glad we got that out of the way. (laughs) As you said in the quiz, Tetsuro Tamba, he'd previously been in a film called Seventh Dawn. Sounds very, that era, Western. Sorry, um, uh, um, war film. 
directed by Lewis Gilbert, so I don't know whether that's where they got the, the connection from, yeah. He was dubbed by a guy called Robert Rietti. Sorry again to ruin any... A bit like Gert Frobe, he could speak English, and I think he presumably did all his lines, but then... I don't know whether it was dubbed for the whole thing. But this guy, Robert Rietti, can you can you name me... I've Three other characters I've got here. There might be more yeah. that he that he has dubbed. I think he does Largo, doesn't he? He does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, so that's the same voice, everyone, yeah. Just yeah. To, it's a great voice. It's a cracking voice. It's a great yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other two are a bit more obscure. <laughs> like really obscure or very, very quickly in the beginning of, of Doctor No. I think the very first scene, is it? I, don't, I can't remember. He's just he's basically one of the blind mice. Well, yeah, he, he's the main reason Bond's there, but I can't even remember seeing him or hearing him or Strangways or yeah, Strangways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. And the other one is John's favourite scene in John's uh, favourite film. He's in Die Another Day. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> John's John's favourite film apart from the beginning and the end he's in the beginning I am totally <laughs> lost I'm goading up <laughs> oh, you're always Dan's off. oh he's not he's not he's not Blofeld is he in oh, he is oh, he absolutely uh, seems to have an Italian accent uh, uh, Robert Rietti <laughs> I have funny just think about that like Rob are you still available mate yeah I know yeah I know you've not been in it since yeah 14 years now <laughs> We've got a character we'd like you to. Uh... <laughs> what is going on? Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Can you say your all you need to do for your audition is? Can you say buy me a delicatessen in stainless steel? <laughs> you got it. Can you do a laugh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, it's still Again, scariest children. Um, yeah, I mean. Aki, I suppose, is a, is an ally, isn't she? But again, we've we've mentioned her in the Bongos episode. I suppose Kissy will be as well. But Aki's more of the the classic ally in that she helps Bond look around and go to the sumo wrestling, don't they? And fall in love, and then it's tragically cut short, isn't it? Awful. I know yeah. maths. You know, Pardon? she's dead. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, so yeah, that's it. I think it's it's better than that line, and perhaps the yeah, delivery yeah. suggests, but <laughs> maybe a little bit more. I'm not, I you know, not tears or anything. Always to the mission, never to his friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I I find her her. I mean, I really like her character, and again, I th- I do think there's a bit of chemistry there. And then so yeah, when yeah. when she when she not does dubbed, when when she is killed, it's it's sad. Yeah, she's got a yeah. bit about her, aren't she? You know, she yeah. how she leads Bond. In yeah. the underground bit, so then he has to walk towards it. She knows exactly yeah. what yeah. she's doing. Uh, Kiss is a bit more goody goody, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. With a yeah. face like and, a, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. which is and, just outrageous. And, and, it was sarcastic. And of course, still. when uh, you know you'll need to take a wife, and then they sort of move towards each other, like regretfully yeah. impossible. You know. Yeah, why? <laughs> I think it's because it has to be a local. It has to be a local woman. Is oh that, yeah, is that, course, is that yeah. why? I think. So, so the. So the locals would buy it, yeah. But you know, they know she's a local. Girl. Sean Connery's Bond there is pretty much saying, "Yeah, I think I can we get married." Actually, yeah, will you marry me? Oh, you know, yeah. to to act. Why have we never done that yeah, before? Yeah. Like, what's that Bond film where his wife, where he gets married, and oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the the one in the end of the sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only live twice. Yeah, 
That's the one. His wife dies, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. Aki, yeah. yeah. You know, get it all yeah. completely confused now, yeah. Only because of the way we're doing this podcast in a sad, regimented way. You know, Aki and obviously Kissy will be... If you if you hear our episode on Bond Girls, they're, they're covered in more detail there. We'll do Diamonds Before Our Majesties because, of course, John is quite right. Chronologically, if you think of it that way, then it's not as uh, ridiculous that <laughs> there is no reaction to Bond's wife being there, so... And it's Sean Connery. And that. Yeah. <laughs> you are like Sean Connery. Very handsome. Yeah. Was it, is that on Double Impact? Yeah, Double Impact, the Jean, Jean-Claude Van Damme film, yeah. Yeah, you are very handsome. Also like Sean Connery. What? And then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Inexplicable. For your reconsideration, again, uh, you know, an advert for Check them, they, they do that episode and you will cry laughing at it, yeah. And the film, which is a joke, <laughs> but I love it. Uh... Diamonds are forever. I mean, the only ally, again, apart from Felix, some, again, listen to that episode, but people seem to quite disdainful, aren't they, of that Felix for some reason? I don't know. Seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, I suppose Willard White is an ally, isn't he? Mm. He is. Well, he is, isn't he? I mean, he, yeah, he's a bit more complicated. He has no reason to help him. He's not a villain. He isn't, he isn't Blofeld. I can't stress that enough. <laughs> he, well, I mean, he, did, he doesn't... Um, he could just be freed... <laughs> And that could be it. Yeah. He's there yeah. on a helicopter. But yeah. he gives him the helicopter and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. He was in it far more than I remembered at the end. Like, mm. I always just think of him as in the... Well, well, Bert Saxby, that's about it. Final <laughs> scene, isn't he? John Jones yeah. says about, yeah. I'll get the uh, the captain to steer the ship in yeah. circles. He's like... He's there. He forget, doesn't he? He's gone from being just reclusive to being unnecessary. Tell fire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bert Saxby. Yeah, his voice and his lines, you know, I think I, I know them. Well, I might sort of somewhere I know them all. Yeah. I absolutely no idea what he's doing in the plot or, you know, what, what who he's. Well, yeah. He's yeah. class. Mm-hmm. I still buy it. He's class. Yeah. He's got, he is. He is. Uh, he's, he's, yeah, he's a singer, Sing isn't he? He's like a, um, a <laughs> sort of country and western singer. But he absolutely holds up and he, he sort of gets the tone of the film yeah, as well. Does, yeah. That it is, yeah. he's not serious. That he's a bit slightly you know, OTT. It, I suppose a bit broad. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Oh. the film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Paul Shane said it. And like broad. the little joke. <laughs> yeah, I think he's great, and he actually helps. You know, the whole thing where, start, where, where Bonds, are, you know, asking about, and he says, "Yeah, bah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he realizes, <laughs> he realizes, you know, that the the oil tank is like shouldn't be there and things like that so uh, yeah oh, I think you're right he is an ally again like what John was saying by almost circumstances yeah yeah just... yeah but he could have done one he's you know he's a Absolutely. billionaire who's suddenly who's how you know under house arrest kind of thing being kidnapped he could have just said right well I'm, I'm done but he doesn't he gets he turns up with the lab yeah you know, exactly all sorts of stuff he was enjoying himself lying down on his couch he yeah. wasn't moving for anyone and the minute yeah. that James said Bar Hard California. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's right. That's the only reason. <laughs> Spelled with a J. So. Is it? <laughs> yeah, I can believe yeah, it. Yeah, barge. Like, what? What's, what's that your, about? And, yeah, then, yeah. and then when I was watching it, I heard the line. Oh, onion right. barge, yeah. <laughs> Next time you go to the curry house, can I have an onion barge? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then you know, sorry what do you mean Baha Baha 
<laughs> Draw it for me. <laughs> FBI? CIA? No, British intelligence. Mr. White. James Bond. <laughs> I see you met my friend Bambi and Thumper. Yes, we did have a bit of a chat. What the hell's happened to me and what can I do about it? Let's get out of here first and I'll explain to you on route. Tell Maxwell to hit the penthouse. Saxby. Bert Saxby? Yeah. Tell him he's fired. Yeah. <laughs> Math, I'll, I'll give you an opportunity because, again, Chris and John were on the, the Diamonds Review. Just brief thoughts on the film. <laughs> on the film? Um, well, yeah, go on. I mean, you never know when you'll get another Yeah, film. yeah. Well, again, it's one we watched so much when we were younger and, you know, I absolutely loved it when I, when I was younger. Was quite scared of a lot of it. I think... Yeah. I think... Horror film. It's pretty weird. The, the sort of... The oil rig ending <laughs> is gets more and more forgettable the longer it goes on. Although yeah, yeah. although I like the fact it's got the 007 theme in it. Disengage. Yeah. <laughs> there are some I don't think, you know, him Charles Gray's Blofeld doesn't quite work. Obviously him in drag is just absolutely bonkers. Well um Wow, right. and I don't I have you'll, no you'll idea. Need to David yeah. on the review. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have no idea what him was to going defend on it. You know, I like I, I like <laughs> Tiffany Case. Again, she as the longer it goes on, the less influential she is, and the more silly she gets. But but I, I like I like her. But I think Winston Kidd are absolutely brilliant. I, I really, yeah. I think they're almost like I, I was you know like some like c- cinematic famous serial killers or something like they leave away you know they, their killings are varied and yeah. quite scary you know pulling the corpse from the um yeah. from the from the river and yeah they ah you know the uh scorpion guy <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> but they're brilliant the music is just magnificent and, and oh, their, their theme and yeah and i just i really like the way they're they're better than blowfelt in it in a lot of ways you know they're they're almost a real threat oh, yeah mm-hmm. They're not sort of. You never see them with him. I love the way they sort of come in and out of the film. Yeah. And and yeah, I, I think I think they're probably the best the best thing in it. Um, bizarre film, really really weird. But again, lots to like about it. Lot lots and lots to like about it. The gorilla, presumably. Oh yeah, dear me, that was terrifying as a child. Is it is it just a jo- is it just a joke? Now, do people do people see that as a joke or something? I I yeah I, 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 grip, so yeah, I thought it. you know <laughs> uh, yeah oh is it racist as well actually or well yeah well oh, I dear me. I have, I'd never thought about that I I thought it was some really scary well because it's is it a like a woman oh. from the Amazon or something yeah yeah into, it's know, a right. woman yeah. and they say that she's from Nairobi South Africa which in itself yeah, is horrendous because yeah. it's like oh, I'm even, it's I'm cut the wrong country but then yeah it's this black lady yeah. who turns to but the, the gorilla the sound effects while he's doing it and the guy yeah. the, even the guy doing it is weird like God forbid be, be careful yeah, be very careful you know uh, mm. absolutely <laughs> terrifying but it's it's just an astonishingly strange film <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so quotable. Yeah, it yeah. is such a quotable film, yeah, though. Oh, yeah, it, you know? 
Shady tree. Shady tree just adored your rat. <laughs> well, the whole the cremation mouth, the funeral. Oh, dear it's me. Absolutely oh. horrible. Really terrifying. That's the most Sean Connery's looked in, in danger, perhaps. He looks absolutely yeah. Yeah. panicked, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. But again, how good, though, that they knock him out and he still doesn't see them. So Bond has never seen them and it's that smelling... Of course. Of yeah, absolutely yeah. crucial. It's so good, though, isn't it? If you're enjoying the Really 007 podcast, why not follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter? Effective immediately. We're not a country club, 007. Right, here we, here we go. On a Majesty's Secret Service. The George Lazenby era which lasted slightly fewer years than the Daniel Craig year. <laughs> right, right. Um, <laughs> one film in a few months. Not bad. Prolific. Prolific, man, yeah. If only we got more. We are here to talk about Allies tonight, and we're served up with... In many ways, Draco is a bit like Karen Bay, isn't he? He's extremely charismatic. No, okay, right. He, very charismatic, and you know the point man that Bond meets... But he does have a more personal connection, of course. Yeah, and he's got a moustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> does he? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so well, John and Chris are massive fans of this film, but Chris had it as his top film on his list. So I'll start with Chris on his views on Draco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I get, you know, I think very much cut from the same cloth as Karim Bay. I think he's... And it really interesting character, you know, someone who's has become almost sort of respectable via crime, organised crime, is, is obviously seen as, as except just... crime. Sorry, <laughs> you know that he's. I, lo- I love about it. again. He's a really great actor who holds mm. the screen, who is a little bit frightening at times you know and again you're introduced to him it's like do, I, do you trust him do you not it's like why yeah, is he yeah. sort of dragging bond you know away from his golf to meet him <laughs> you know and 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 this the, the, this humor there straight off as soon as he meets bond and he throws the the dagger he turns and looks at the the, the calendar and he, with his glasses is no you missed and you know or it's straight off there's there's this there's um you know that kind of Sort of bouncing off each other, and I think yeah, that yeah. that that, and I think Jess probably did cover this in the the, the Bond girl once. The only my, my, my the <laughs> criticism of it is the whole trying to get Bond to marry her is should we say is, is a little bit creepy, you know, a million quid down, oh, yeah. you know, if you'll if you'll get my, you know, if you're marrying my daughter, I know obviously. In the book, there's 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 more to it in terms of because of what where Tracy has been and what's happened to her, it sort of makes more sense. But it is a little bit kind of a little bit odd. Again, he has his, he has he has a private army, he has helicopters, he has access to to all these resources that are just what Bond needs, you know. And obviously, they come to and they they come together for the for the common good of, of, of obviously saving Tracy. He turns up, he gets stuck in. Great. And one of my favourite bits is him at the end of the film, at the wedding, having a laugh with them over, you know, with a glass <laughs> of wine, a talking about, you know, it's just, it's such a lovely way of, of and 
and what I was I was going to say is that 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 and, and what John was mentioning before about the idea of the, the next one, you know, dime, your diamonds are forever, bringing him back. Mm. You imagine what you could do with Absolutely. that character. Is he? Is does he continue to be an ally to Bond? Mm. You know, Bond who didn't protect his his daughter. Yeah, you know, or is he actually going to go with him to get? Blofeld and 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 the revenge and and funnily enough, I was when I was just looking and that's that's what happens. There was a, we just try and find it. So in 1999, Raymond Benson, who wrote all those continuation kind of novels, brought Draco back in one of his novels called Never Dream of Dying. <laughs> and Sorry. this is and, and that was a great yeah. title. <laughs> it's better than No Time to Die. <laughs> um, and. Uh, and and basically, this is what happens: is that he, he 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 that Draco kind of fakes his own death, goes into hiding, you know, because of obviously what happened to his daughter, things like this, and then ends up sort of during one Bond's mission, clashes with, kind of bumps into to to, to Bond, and he thinks that that Bond's trying to kill him because this explosion happens, and then he tries to kill Bond and stuff. What that for me is is much more rich material. Could you imagine if you started off right? You know, Henry Cavill has been cast, oh. and we want to do something different. And just the and the notion that we actually reference that Bond has been married before, lacking license to kill, doesn't have to be a big thing. But that is so much part of his character. Yeah. You know, let's just not try and keep it, you know, sweep it under the carpet like, like they did after, you know, with Diamonds Are Forever and everything since, apart from that bald chap in Fiora. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, like, the, you know, the, the, it just needs to be, yeah, the, it, that to me would be, wow, let's dig in, into that. And Draco's such a great character because he is not only linked with him because on paper, really, they shouldn't be allies because he's a career criminal. But yeah, then, because of their daughter, and because the, yeah, exactly, because of they've got they've got this common enemy, they become really great, you know, a really great force together. I, I, he is what for for a film that is full of really interesting characters in large and small kind of you know on screen, you know, in terms of roles and things. He really stands out as just this brilliant character who has who just really it, it, he makes it much more richer than it could have been you know if you take him out of the, the film itself is a lot less interesting so i think yeah for me i think he's, he's a highlight of the film and the franchise i think he's a great great character do not kill me mr bond at least not until we've had a drink then if you wish i'll give you another chance i'm draco of draco construction But today's the 13th, Commander. I'm superstitious. A martini for our guest, Alim. A pleasure. Shaken, not stirred. Of course. I've been informed of everything you've done for my daughter. Everything? Don't worry. Don't worry about that. What you did, the way you behaved, might be the beginning of some kind of therapy. She needs help. You are I find her fascinating, but she needs a psychiatrist, not me. What she needs is a man to dominate her, to make love to her enough to make her love him. Do you envisage them? I, I never thought about this until I was looking at this episode. You've mentioned it a bit in the Raymond Benson novel, but yeah, what what would have happened afterwards? Would he? Because of course, Bond's an orphan. Would he have seen him as like mm -hmm. a sort of 
surrogate dad almost. Harrowing, isn't it, really? Again, it's <laughs> the thing. But obviously you couldn't continue that going forward, could you? But, well, but would, that would make touch upon it more so. sense. With the you know, inspector, if it, at the end of it, the the you know that yeah, it was actually him. The the, the you know, hang on a minute. Oh, it's not my foster brother. It's my father, ex father in law. You know, yeah, because yeah. I didn't protect his daughter who died. Mm-hmm. That's suddenly miles more interesting. You know, yeah. but it was me you all along. I'm not. I'm not Purvis and Wade. So. Oh. Yes. Well, <laughs> Draco is very much an ally of circumstance. He is not ever referred to by M. By M. The irony of this film is is that it's about on Her Majesty's Secret Service, and he never is actually for half the film. He's not working for the Secret Very Service, yeah. uh, and that's 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 the great part about it. And every time he's not, he's in contact with Draco. At the start, obviously, when you know Draco gives him the context to Edmund Gunbolt. And you're from Blofeld in Bern. And then uh, at the end with the Pitts Gloria fight, there's that eerie scene with uh, the wedding where Em and Draco talk about a mission that they, that they did. And, and like mm-hmm. they both know that they're actually complete opposition, but they're there just laughing about this moment that they had uh, a previous fight. Um, so in 1972... The Godfather was released. I am going with this somewhere. Oh, no, well. Somewhere, trust me. Uh, <laughs> um, and without going all partridge, I don't think the best thing about the Godfather is the camera angles. But what I do think. <laughs> but um, one of the things that's praised about the Godfather is the sympathetic nature that is given to the Mafia and how they are portrayed as human beings. Well, three years before, this was already done in James Bond. Here we go. Um, so we talk about we talk about James Bond copying the Oscars now, but actually a lot of these ideas on the original stuff, when Bond was itself, there are then ideas that are taken by Oscar-winning films, fantastic films, and used. Uh, Draco is portrayed as an incredibly likable character, and yet make no mistake about it, he runs. Europe's second largest crime syndicate. He could quite easily be the villain of a film. So when we talk about him being an ally, he's an ally because of the circumstance. Similar to Columbo, but I actually think he's far more sinister than Columbo. I think the things that he's involved in um, are far more uh, serious. Uh, he is fantastically portrayed, played by Gabriel Fazzetti. Oh. <laughs> Gabriel Fazzetti. That was I actually knew that one. I actually knew his name. I know the line about what you need is a man to dominate right. yeah. is quite aged. But what I will say is, I actually think it th- fits with early seventies mafia Don, who doesn't have a doesn't have a a close relationship with his daughter, doesn't see her very often, only sees her once a year. So, And he thinks she's going wild. And when you are in the business where the main way to get something is brute force, it is quite an understandable thought process to go, she needs a man to sort her out. I'm not saying it's right, I'm just saying that that's how a gangster probably would think. Yeah, it's right for the characters. Um, yeah. Exactly. Um, I think it's just a great, great character. It's he. I'll put it out there. He's my favourite of all the allies. But that's because there's so much, so many dimensions to him. 
and you could quite easily see him in a second film as a villain. And I love that about someone when, when there's like a nebulous kind of feeling about it. I think it's great. He's a brilliant character. If he was in the Brosnan era, he would have, would have come back probably, wouldn't he? Oh. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't scared of using the no. same people, were they? Bring it back. <laughs> so crisp. It's the same character, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Joe Don Baker. He returns as Jack Wade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put a Hawaiian shirt on him. Just go on. Jimbo. <laughs> yeah. Just go on, farming around him. Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get on to that. We'll, yeah. we'll do the same quotes again, probably, in a few hours. <laughs> Math, we're desperate to review well, I'm, I'm not- Honor Majesty's book. Just yeah, I've, I've not much more to add. I think he's 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 right up there. He's a brilliant, he's a brilliant, brilliantly memorable ally of the series. One who has significance within the plot of the film. Yeah, I think you know, great performance. <clears throat> another charismatic, another charismatic character. You know, like we say, in the mold of Karim Bay, but obviously on a, from a completely different background and, and everything. Mm-hmm. And this this sort of new, uh, I can't speak, unique. <laughs> relationship with Bond in that he's his prospective father-in-law. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's something we've never had before or since, and I, I think that's... Well, Mr. White. That's really interesting. Mr. White, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it yeah. is an interesting dynamic, isn't it? It, it, just, it, just it really is, yeah. That They're working together, and there's the, yeah. you, the, the relationship is almost a courtship in the same way it is with, you know, with Tracy, yeah. that they're sort of getting to know each other. There's a bit of distrust there, and they kind of, they know they're not you know, on paper, they shouldn't be kind of in league, but and he's such a well written. I, yeah, I love him is. being part part of the the attack on Blofeld. You know, oh, Pitts yeah. Gloria at the end as well. Absolutely, wow. absolutely. You know, he's like, and mm-hmm. he, you know, like I say, him being involved. He's in with yeah. the family then, isn't he? Bond, if, yeah. Well, and yeah, is it called Union Course? It's Corsican, I assume. Mm. Well, Godfather, isn't it? But we've got to get on to the main ally of on a Manchester's Sean Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I barely remembered Campbell. Never mind. And then I Sean as well. Yeah. Sounds su- like such a yeah footballer from the northeast yeah, who didn't yeah. quite make it for. Yeah. But Mark Andraco sounds like a Stoke striker, doesn't he? So <laughs> I wish we had him up for yeah, a yeah. <laughs> Right. Yes. Um, John Sean, you, you're a fan of Sean, aren't you? Uh, I mean, yeah. He's, he's a bit. He's all right. I mean, he's a bit of a... I didn't know he was called Campbell until I saw the <laughs> yeah, credits exactly. at the end of the film. But I'm guessing that I'm never entirely sure who he works for because he obviously works for Draco because he passes the safe cracker uh, in Burn yeah, to him. Oh. And, and, and Bond hasn't been to M to tell him about Gumball yet. But then he is following Bond on his mission in Pitt's Gloria. Yeah, yeah. Which you presume would be uh, an instruction from MI6. So I'm never entirely sure who Campbell works for. He's very much the sacrificial lack of the film. <laughs> Do you like his hair? It's, it, <laughs> it's all right. My notes. I like I like his Good woolly hair. jumper. You know, his woolly jumpers are. Right, yeah, it is. You know, yeah. I mean, I think I think you're right. It's not explicit, is it? That who he's working. I do think he is working who for, does number for, for two MI6. Work for? <laughs> But I think he's, he's, yeah, he is very much there as just, it really, you could have two actors play that role and it wouldn't be a big deal because he's not, he hasn't really anything got to do. He kind of stands no. off in the distance and kind of nods or does something. The only bit he actually does in the acting is when he's all like, when he's trying to get up onto the, um, the cable thing. car. 
cable car, yeah. that's the word, isn't it? Yeah. The cable car, he does that whole, like, he protests a lot, doesn't he? But yeah, I think in, in the, I think he has a bigger role in the book, from what I can remember. Because I think, isn't he, I think he's the one he, he, he gives up Bond. Great. Because what, while he's, he, get, he gets captured, yeah. But I don't know what happens to him, I assume he gets killed. But he gets, he's the one he tells Blofeld that, that, that he's not, he's Bond, not Hillary. Right. <laughs> just makes it yeah, yeah. rather than be a man's name. knocking about and yeah <laughs> but uh yeah he's yeah there's not really much to say is there about him he's he's given him more air time than... <laughs> but bernard horsfall if you want to be on the show yeah is it? Um, yes anyone connected with honor majesty's is great really the best Join us for part two of The Best Allies, where we spend an inordinate amount of time on J.W. Pepper, Aguila Regine, and the mighty Chuck Lee. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.